0: Welcome back, everyone, to episode 22 of the Popcorn Podcast. I am your host, Tommy Cresta. and this week I'm going to be doing a news review and some talk about Nightmare Alley, which me and Ryan watched this week, and you can listen to the show on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere you can find podcasts, and yeah, let's get right into it. Ryan, how you doing, man? Pretty good. I mean, we <laughs> did just record uh,
1: 25 minutes of this podcast, and then you deleted it, so you know, I could be better but all things considered, not bad, you know?
0: Yeah, so if anyone's been listening <laughs> since we first did the show, literally back in June, July. Yeah, the last news podcast I did. Yeah, yeah. I deleted their whole recording the yep. first time we did. Sure did. So, so we're going back. We're back to our old ways. And uh-huh. uh, we have a couple topics we just wanted to talk about yeah. for a little bit, and then we're going to get into a short Nightmare Alley review because me and Ryan really did not like the movie. No. It was really disappointing, and I don't feel like we feel like talking another 20 minutes about it. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, starting off, Scream 6 has officially been greenlit with the same directions that did Scream 5. And mm-hmm. I think we're both super excited for this. Yeah, totally. We really enjoyed Scream 5 and mm-hmm. it was went right back to the roots of the first one. And I really just felt like they made a good movie and didn't worry about having to be super scary because it will yeah. just come. It will just be scary. It's Ghostface. Like, yeah. It will be
1: scary. It, yeah. If you write a good story, then the scares will come. Pretty naturally. You yeah, don't, you they don't did. have to
0: force it. Yeah, they didn't force any jump scares or anything. Yeah. Everything was built tension wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really good. So I really hope they do stay with that for Scream 6. Yeah, the
1: tension building
0: was really good in Scream 5. There and were the way of... that they would yeah. mess with you, because it would build oh, up, yeah. build up, and then be nothing. Yeah, yeah. That like, That's probably one of my favorite parts about how they made the movie.
1: Yeah, there was so much build up for nothing. And then the one scare at the end of that was just, it was
0: extra good because there was so much build up. It was yeah. Good. It was so good. yeah, I think we're both super excited for that. Yeah. And we could take a quick note that Moonfall opened up this week and it debuts with a forty-one percent, and that is probably right around what we expected it to be. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah I'm not talking anymore about that trash ass movie. Mm-hmm. Moving Hang on. on. <laughs> Riddler, the Riddler theme for Matt Reeves' The Batman was was released, and it was done by Michael Giacchino, who's doing all the composition for this movie. Yeah. And it sounded very similar to Danny Elfman's Joker theme. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really liked it. So
1: did I. It was, it was very good. It was really, really creepy. Yeah,
0: it was very eerie.
1: Yeah. Because it was just a lot of like, kind of like choral, like, like singing in the beginning. And then it goes to like this kind of, like, sort of intense, like kind of scary, like orchestra part. And then it goes back to the like,
0: kind of singing
1: part. It's
0: yeah, it was really it good. It's really good. It's, it's on creepy. Spotify yeah. and it's on anywhere you can find music. It's on there. It's on YouTube. It's everywhere. Yeah. So I highly recommend to go give it a listen because it will mm-hmm. get you pretty much ready and be like gets you more hype for what. Yeah, is already the most anticipated movie of the year. Yeah, and
1: it gives you a little like kind of feel for
0: what the movie is gonna feel like. Yeah, because the music behind movies is the most important part. Yeah, like if, if you, you mess up the music, you're gonna mess up yeah, the whole time. It's gonna mess of up everything. But uh, yeah, we're both super excited for that. And now we're going to be talking about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre trailer. This is done by Freddy Alvarez, who directed the first Don't Breathe and produced the second one. Mm -hmm. This movie is very similar to 2017's Halloween, as it brings back the original lone survivor after 50 years to go and fight Leatherface because she's been dreaming of that day for her whole life. She's yeah. She literally says, "I've been waiting, waiting for years, years to for see this. my friend again." Yeah, and uh, I'm excited because it's gonna be like a fun slasher movie, mm-hmm. but I want it to be creepy too. Like yeah. I feel like like what we just saying about scream when it builds tension, it's normally when horror movies succeed. Yeah, but when they don't do any of that, that's when they really start to struggle.
1: Yeah, you can't if you're gonna do like a good slasher, you can't just have scare after scare after scare. You have to build tension and have like. I don't want to say like fake outs because if you do too many fake outs and get like annoying and repetitive, but you got to build tension. Like Scream did
0: it well because I think it was only two or three fake outs. Yeah. But then they would do the kill right after that. Yeah. So then you'd be like kind of like, okay, so then nothing's going to happen. Then bang. Yeah. So I hope that can happen. This is going to have some cheesy scenes like the original one did. And I I think we're both so excited. I think we're going to – I'm hoping it lands in the 60s somewhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that – I mean, from the trailer, there was some – creepy shots like when he's in the beginning of the trailer when he stands up and on the sunflowers
0: dude that and was a like it's cr- creepy shot. that's a pretty creepy shot and then so you some. just hear the girl screaming yeah that was very similar to the original trailer from the mm-hmm. very first one really yeah so i i'm excited for it i i yep. hope it gets in the 60s maybe even higher yeah me too but uh moving on to something that i'm praying on gets into the 80s is the halo show which mm-hmm. is going to be on paramount plus yeah the trailer dropped during the afc championship game and, man, it looked good. <sighs> I'm not as good as Joey Ice, but... Yeah, not as good as Joe Burrow did, but besides the point.
1: Yeah, doesn't matter. I hate
0: moms. Anyways,
1: <laughs> this, uh, the trailer looked pretty good. Uh, I liked... It, it looked like a very good mix of practical and CGI effects, which is something I really like to see in, like, everything. Because if you overdo uh, CGI, it just looks like an animated show. And if you overdo practical, then sometimes the effects don't look good. So I think it looked like a good mix of that. So I'm I'm excited for at least the look of the show.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see that he is like in the suit, like the suit's not Yeah, the CGI. suit's completely practical. It's not like how Iron Man's was, where like it's mm-hmm. just like a chest. Like he is in that. Yeah, shit. he's in. Like, that he is suit. in the suit with the helmet on. Mm-hmm. He is Master Chief. Yeah, and I'm. I think he's going to do Paul Schraber. That's his name. Mm-hmm. He's. I'm really. He's a big stunt guy. Yeah. So he's doing all of his action scenes, but he can act too. Mm -hmm. He's done a lot of like action movies. Gotcha. So I, I really think he can pull off Master Chief. His voice sounded great. Yeah. And Cortana looked cool seeing her back. All the weapons look just like how I would imagine them in like real life. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm super excited for this. Hopefully it can break the video game curse. Oh, I, God, I hope so. Yeah, God, I, I can't. <laughs> Halo's already had a failed TV show at one point. It had Is two it? failed movies, had a failed anime series, yeah. had a failed animated series, had a failed animated movie. Yeah. Halo has been so hard to bring to real life, but mm-hmm. this looks like they are really just dumping everything into it. They're yeah,
1: like, it looks like they're really giving it their best shot. They're not like they're not cheaping out on this one. No, like they're, they're, they're like, like, we trying need to do this. Yeah,
0: because fans have wanted it. Fan, people want a Halo series. Yeah, Halo's so such a cool story. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for that. And moving on to some kind of more upsetting news like to read about. Because, you know, it's kind of hard to see someone's film get scrapped, especially when like you know that that person loves that.
1: Yeah, when they really care about it.
0: Yeah, and Shannon Tatum has stated that he doesn't watch Marvel movies anymore because he was a little bit traumatized from his Gambit film being scrapped when he yeah. signed on in 2009 to do that movie. Yeah. And he couldn't do it. Like, it was just taken away from mm-hmm. him after – I think it was seven years. Yeah. Yeah, 2016. Yeah, I think so. Seven years that dude was working on it. He was going to produce it. He was going to direct it. Write it? Yeah, he was going to have him and someone else. Yeah. There was so a couple write of writers. Yeah. We were talking about this. John Favreau was attached to it at one point. Mm-hmm. And I felt like he would have been a really good gambit. Like you're yeah. we saying, couldn't have been worse than the X-Men Wolverine Origins one. Yeah, no. That gambit sucked. That movie sucked. That movie did <laughs> suck. Every part of it was terrible. Yeah, there are some cool scenes in that movie. There's not, yes, there is. What scenes? The first time when he fights uh, Sabretooth in the lumberyard that's a cool scene. It was pretty when he cool. breaks off his all right, it was kind of cool. That's a good scene. The rest of the movie is cool. garbage. That's like the first 10 minutes, though. Yeah, so uh, yeah, the opening scene when it's like going through
1: all the different walls. that was cool. It's cool, yeah, doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's cool looking at least. Yeah,
0: yeah, but uh, it's terrible yeah. movie, though. So hopefully. We were to- We really hope that one day he does get to do his Gambit, especially yeah. with all the characters that are getting movies now. Like we yeah. got, we're getting a Craven movie. We're getting mm-hmm. a Madam Web movie, which we're gonna talk about next. Yeah, we're getting all these characters. Yeah, God, we're getting a third Venom movie. after the second one sucked.
1: <laughs> and I mean, the, the X Men are coming into the MCU. Yeah, so relatively why for, soon. Why not so let like,
0: Chan-Tam be Gambit?
1: Yeah, I think if anybody's gonna play him, it has to be him. Yeah. At this point, he deserves it.
0: Yeah, so I really hope he gets to play at one mm-hmm. point and going on to what we were just talking about Dakota Johnson has been cast as Madam Web for the Madam Web spin-off movie. Mm-hmm. And didn't ever expect Dakota Johnson to be Madam Web. Nope. But I'm super excited now that I know. <laughs> cuz Madam Web brings all the Spider-Men together a lot. That's like kind of one of her things and she and yeah. tor- uh, not torments. She mentors Peter Parker. So I feel like that's going to be kind of her role maybe in Tom Holland's next trilogy. Yeah. And maybe how they get all the Spider-Men back together cuz Sony does Sony does want a movie with all three of them beginning to end, yeah. Which I think people would love. Yeah, that, I think that it'd movie's be awesome. gonna make billions, a lot
1: of money. Yeah. that movie's
0: gonna make a lot of money. So yeah. I, I really do. I am excited to see how they do it with the Madam Web movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're going to do a solo film. Yeah, I have no idea cause, I'm like, assuming Spider Men's are going to be.
1: Yeah, I think so because usually Madam Web is like not dakota johnson like usually she's an old lady who just kind of like sits sits in a chair sits in a chair around a giant cosmic spider web and kind of like looks around all the different universes like she's not a fighting hero like she's kind of just like this like you know she's kind of like a watcher but a little less powerful but she's kind of like
0: uh Kang in Loki, yeah, kind of. She just sits there, yeah. But she can also do kind of with Doctor Strange. She can open pores and bring them all Mm -hmm. to her, yeah. Because that's what happens in the show a lot Mm -hmm. in the '90s animated series and in the Spider-Man cross Dimensions game. Yep, they would. She would bring all of them together.
1: Yeah, in the comics too. And she would explain them
0: like what they need to do, Mm -hmm. but she would tell it in riddles. So I'm, I am excited because I think Dakota Johnson is a very good actress. Yeah, totally. So I just have no idea what they're. Yeah, (laughs) I have no idea, but I'm gonna put some trust in them. So. Marvel and Sony together have not messed up yet. When they work together, yeah, they have been unstoppable. Great. So, uh, some of the last news we get to talk about is again Spider-Man related. As Tom Holland talks about how he wants Andrew Garfield to have a the Amazing Spider-Man three movie made, and he believes that Andrew deserves it more than anyone because Andrew loves this character more than anyone's ever felt about this character. Yeah, because he said it, he said Andrew is is the biggest Spider-Man fan. Because yeah. he, he is just a fan of the character, he's a fan of all the movies. Mm-hmm. You could see him fanboying over uh, Toby all the time. Yeah. I mean, he ad libbed the "I love you guys" line. That I mean, was he said totally it was just ad-libbed. him. He yeah, said he was it was just like, him as like a fan. He yeah. was like, "I love you guys." <laughs> I'm so mad they didn't say it back. I know that yeah, was
1: rude. Yeah, they just kind of said thank you. Yeah, like, swung away. Thanks.
0: So. And he's just like, okay, <laughs> but uh, no, I really. When we first left, No Way Home when me, you had seen it. I remember just being like, "I want Andrew back." Yeah, but I was like, "I'm never going to see it again." So I took mm-hmm. it in, and being like, "This is it." Yeah, I went and saw it five times. Like, yeah. I really just didn't want to, to let go of Andrew. Yeah. And most people, like w- when we left the theater, we kind of realized that like
1: half the people in the theater were wearing Spider Man costumes. Most of those costumes were Andrew, Andrew Garfield, Garfield Spider Man.
0: Like, uh, uh, people, everybody loves it because I feel like our age range—that was our Spider Man. Yeah, that was our maybe a little. You were definitely too young for the two. Yeah, years. I was born in
1: two thousand three, so I guess you I was born around Spider Man. Two. two, It came out in two thousand four, right? Yeah, so
0: you were young. Yeah, I was when the you too were four young. when the third one even came out. So yeah. you would became a kid when t- mm-hmm. Andrew was our Spider Man. Yeah, that was twenty twelve. So Andrew sorry. was actually the first Spider Man movie I saw in the movie theater, and mm-hmm. I, I've said on this podcast, he is my favorite Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Tom might be the best Spider Man. Yeah, but to me, Andrew is my Spider Man just because I love all this. I love how they shoot him swinging. I love. Yeah, the way he acts as Spider-Man. And I love when he talks about being Spider-Man. Yeah, because he really and Stan Lee even saves the best Mm Spider-Man. So what does that say? Yeah. (laughs) Give this man his third movie. Yeah,
1: he he really just he just cares more than anyone else and not even just Spider-Man like any role ever. He just loves playing Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, like he you could and did you see him talk about fitting in the suit again? No, he the dude was like, so is it the same suit? He's like, yeah, still fit, bro. He's (laughs) like, well, I lost like thirty pounds to get into the suit. He's like, what's the same suit from the main Spider Man too? That's awesome. And he was saying, he's like, no one wants to watch a fat me swing around as Spider Man. (laughs) Yeah, because no, I the way that Tom was backing him gave me a lot of respect for Tom because you would think being Spider Man and being up to like your contracts coming to an end, Mm -hmm. like, and he's probably gonna get another trilogy. Yeah, but to say that he wants them to still be Mm Spider-Man that that takes a lot like he really is saying like I want him to be able to play Spider-Man 2 because that's kind of like Spider-Man is there is so many versions of Spider-Man. Yeah, and yeah, I really I really hope it gets made. I'm super excited. Yeah, so do I. So uh, yeah. Then last news, Roger Deakins, the best cinematographer ever and ever will be. Mm -hmm. He was knighted yesterday. Yeah. Super excited for him. Congratulations to Roger Deakins. Awesome. Sir Roger Deakins. Sir Roger Deakins. I'm sorry. And uh, (laughs) yeah, this is going to be the end of the news portion, and we're going to go right into our movie review for Nightmare Alley. Which is the film done by Guillermo do Toro, written by Kim Morgan and Guillermo del Toro, of course, starring Bradley Cooper, Rooney Mara, Cate Blanchett, Tony Collette, Willem Dafoe, Paul Anderson, and Ron Perlman. Mm-hmm. I have this movie at a 61%, Ryan has it as a 63%. Mm-hmm. So disappointing. Just, like it was just Just
1: super disappointing. Like I I expect I was super excited for this movie, and it just did not deliver.
0: No, like, it didn't. I feel like the actors tried. Yeah, there was just nothing behind them. Like, there was no substance. Bradley Cooper's character. Like I love Bradley Cooper. I feel like he was trying his best. Hundred percent. The writing was not there to back him. Though. There was there was no character. And I really feel like that's why Leo left the role because Leo <laughs> was Bradley Cooper's character. He had mm-hmm. done t- he had done uh, screen tests, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And he just dropped it out of nowhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if maybe uh, killing of a sacred flower had maybe some involvement on that. And Killers I mean, the flower moon. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> oh, I was oh, talking about killing of a dude, sacred, sacred deer. deer yeah. Jesus. I was talking about Barry Keegan and Batman. That's why I came in my head probably. Yeah. Joker. But, yeah, Joker. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> but uh, I really, I was really just disappointed because I, 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 I'm kind of thankful that Leo didn't do it. Yeah. Because Leo's resume is like perfect since mm-hmm. like 2000. And I kind of want to stay that way. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he just deserves not to do a bad movie. Yeah. But uh yeah no this movie this movie wasn't good.
1: No it was not. It was just like all all the actors did a great job. I thought the it was it was shot decently like there there was nothing really special about the cinematography. No the sets are what made it.
0: Yeah, the sets are the best part. The like, sets are what's saving this from a failing yeah, score in our, in our it, minds.
1: It really felt like you were like in the 40s. Yeah. It was
0: set. It but was, I I hated all the T- "Quote unquote twist." Yeah, I hated the whole Cape Blanchet when she ends up turning on him.
1: Yeah, only it because was,
0: he called her powerless. Like in the the first so scene they met, fucking dumb. Yeah, it was just like an offhand
1: kind of remark that like I didn't even remember. And then and then when she brought it up, I remembered. I
0: was like, "Are you serious? This yeah, is this is the, what's getting you mad?" That's the main twist that leads to the ending. It just it's not good. No, this movie this movie struggled once it left the carnival. It really was yeah. kind of boring. Yeah, the carnival scenes were the best. And easily the best but part. I I realized that's only like 40 minutes. Yeah, that was not. The like, rest of the it was so long. It was so long. And then the, it just wasn't good. There was no build up to everything. There was yeah. nothing scary about it. Nothing they, scary. And you could have made this scary. Like, oh, 100% easily. There was nothing scary. The story was so weak.
1: I think You could so easily make this story scary because the story is about a guy who's like, pretending to read minds. Yeah,
0: but, people could go like crazy. Yeah, off but he we see that for that it. one scene.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the main thing. Like the guy warns him, like you'll end up believing your own stuff. And he does. And I think there would have been, like if I was making this movie, I probably would have done like a classic del Toro like ghost story. Like, yeah. where he starts believing it, and everybody's like, no, it's not real. And then it is real, and he ends up getting killed or something. Or maybe even cool, just going just into,
0: that. like, where he believes it so much that he ends up having, like, schizophrenia yeah. or something. Like, he's seeing things yeah. that aren't really there, but like, he starts really believing it. Yeah. Like Guillermo del Toro is so good at making things terrifying. Yeah. Because like, he always says, like, a major quote of his is that monsters aren't the creatures that we make up. They're the humans that make them. Yeah. And I feel like he could be making the monsters in his head. He could have been making up the ghosts in his head. Like, all these Cool things he could have done, and they just didn't do it. They just it, didn't do anything interesting. it was boring. It just yeah. it wasn't good. It was like a by-the-books
1: kind of movie, which is just Yeah, we talked about that. It was
0: very exactly the blueprint. Yeah. It, fo- it, it looked like it followed every other mediocre thriller. Yeah, it was just boring. It was nothing special about it. Yeah, no. Boring, not good, poorly written, and we're both uh. Sticklers on that, yeah. We both don't like bad writing.
1: Yeah, no. It's it's writing is the most important part of a movie.
0: Yeah, because even though Andrew Garfield probably gave his best performance of Spider Man in the main mm-hmm. Spider Man too, yeah, that movie's not great because the writing's so poorly done. Yeah, and the best scenes is him and Emma Stone making things up on the fly. Yeah, just all ad lib Yeah, they ad lib the. I think they've said since then because he's came out and said he had a really bad time making that movie. Yeah. Andrew Garfield, and he says like yeah. Because he said the original script made him cry. Like, he loved the original script. Really? And then Sony got involved. Because they, they wanted Electro to be, like, really sellable to kids. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So, I feel like, I don't know if maybe the companies were a little nervous that Guillermo wasn't, the story wasn't going to work. Yeah, I don't know. But Guillermo's a pretty consistent director. Yeah. And this wasn't it. This did not work. Mm-hmm. It didn't fit his style. Yeah. It's it just, just wasn't good. It was just disappointing. And I think that's all we really have to say on this movie. Yeah. So uh yeah, there's our short review of Nightmare Alley. If I still suggest you go watch it because some people people still seem to like it, has an eighty yeah. percent. It it's really it's not awful, but it's just not as good as it, it could have been. I think it's more disappointing, that's why we have such a low score for it. Yeah. Cause disappointing movies normally are the ones that get the lowest score. Yeah. Cause you were going in with such high expectations for mm-hmm. them. This would have been like if No Way Home Andrew and Toby weren't in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank god they were. <laughs> Sorry if you've never heard that before. Yeah, if you haven't... What have you done if you haven't seen it yet? Yeah, come on. What have you done? But uh, going at, we're just going to go right into fan questions, because I, I like these fan questions this week. I think they were really good. And uh, starting off, this is probably one of my favorite questions I've ever gotten on the show. If you could watch only three movies for the rest of your life, what would they be? Ooh. Do you want me to go first? Because I was thinking about one Yeah, let me go. So I'm going to say Zack Snyder's Justice League, because you can watch it in episodes. Mm-hmm. You can break it up a little bit over time. You got you to gotta get some comedy in there. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably throw in, like, Anchorman. Okay. And then The Departed, because that's my... No, you know what? Made in Spider-Man 2 is getting put in there. Because yeah. I got I to gotta have another superhero movie. I'd probably take out Zack Snyder's Justice League and put The Departed, though. Yeah. So The Departed, Made in Spider-Man 2. No, No Way Home. You got to take it. Yeah,
1: No Way Yeah, No Way Home. Saying, that's two no and a half way.
0: hours, too. Yeah. And uh, so Anchorman, No Way Home. Oh, The Departed, my favorite movie Departed. of all time. All right. I'll go with that too. I'll do a drama, a comedy, and and a superhero a, movie. Superhero movie. All right. I'll yeah. we'll
1: do a side kind of like nerdy movie. We'll say. All right. Comedy. Super bad. Great. Best movie. comedy of all time. Second best. I. I say. What, what's second. your favorite? What's
0: Anchorman. The best? Anchorman. No. Super, Anchorman is incredible.
1: Super bad I, Superbad is so much better than Anchorman. No, it's it's okay. like right around the same. Drama. Shawshank Redemption. Okay. Okay. And
0: nerdy sci-fi movie. New Hope. Okay. That's that's, that's a good list. Best. Yeah. And uh, then we're gonna. That was a great question. Oh, that was a good you question. You could have a dream movie. Who would direct and star, and what would be the concept? This is from Edward. The other Ooh. one was from Sean. Ah, uh, so of course I want the knee to make it. Mm-hmm. I would want. I'm trying to think, who would I want to star in it? Who, you No, know, I want to see like an Andrew Garfield movie, like because I he can do serious roles. We've seen him do it. Mm-hmm. A Denis movie with. Andrew Garfield and Ryan Gosling, like yeah. a thriller, like they're detectives, like a really dark like Seven style though. Yeah. Because I mean, Andrew Garfield showed they he can do the serious and Ryan Gosling has shown he can do it. Yeah. So I think that's, and, and Ryan Gosling's already worked with the once. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm going to go with. I think that that'd be a really cool movie to see where they're yeah. hunting down like a serial killer that's doing a lot of terrible things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. And that'd I think the cool. is just a great director. So I don't think. Anyway, the movie comes out bad. Yeah, no. Um, I was going to say, when I first read this, I was gonna be like, I want Zack Snyder to make a Batman movie with Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> That's still on my list. Yeah. James Cameron does an Andrew Garfield Spider-Man.
1: <laughs> oh, that'd be that'd be awesome. That you. probably
0: would be amazing, too. Yeah.
1: All right. I don't know. I have a movie. I, I don't know who would, who would play him, but I would love to see a movie on just the life of Joey Diaz. Joey, you know Joey, the comedian Joey Diaz. Oh yeah, okay. dude. If you listen to like any podcast he's done about like his life and him growing up, it's the funniest thing you'll ever hear. So I would love to see like a Judd Apatow or like Seth Rogen movie just about his
0: childhood. Could Adam McKay it's, make it? Yeah,
1: I think. Uh, yeah, I think that would work. McKay's too. such like, a good director, dude. It like the stories that he has is just some of the funniest stuff I've
0: ever heard. That will probably, I feel like that movie will get made. Yeah. I th- Oh, 100%. like on Netflix. A hundred percent. It won't be love. a, it won't be like a theater movie. It'll no. be like a streaming service. Yeah, I think so but, too. But a hundred percent. Yeah, be no, that can, that will yeah. happen.
1: There's, there's a series of podcasts. It's, um, oh, what's his name? Ryan, um, I can't think of his name. Ryan something. I forget his last name, but his podcast is called the honeydew podcast. He has a, I think it's like nine or 10 part series of podcasts with Joey Diaz. Each episode is like two and a half to three hours just chronicling his entire life. And it's each really? episode is hilarious. So funny. I, yeah, there's so much stuff you can put into a movie about Joey Diaz. and Every second of it would be great.
0: Yeah. It sounds like a cool or it's as so a mini series. Yeah. But, uh, great. That was a great question. Thank you, Edward. Okay. This was a question I really liked. How do you choose what movie you're going to watch? By the genre, the director, or the main star? This is from Nancy Hernandez. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> How do you choose which movie you're gonna watch? Do you choose by like a genre? Oh, yeah. Do you choose by a director or the main star? I, I think used... I go by director.
1: Yeah, I kind of go by. I used to go just by popularity. Popularity, yeah. But I think more recently I've been paying attention to directors it's more than anything.
0: Yeah, like I've I in this year alone I watched every Denis movie. Yeah, cause... and like that was just because I. He's my favorite director, so I want to see everything he does as a director.
1: Yeah, now that, like, the more that I've gotten the movies, the more that I kind of compare them to, like, music, where, like, if you like an artist, you listen to all of their albums.
0: Yeah, and if if you you like a director, director, you're going to watch all of his movies.
1: movies. Yeah, and we love
0: PTA. We love Fincher. Yeah, Yeah, we love all of them. Yeah. The knee is so good. It's great. (laughs) My favorite director. But I think PTA right now is the best. Yeah, that dude's that dude has never had, made a bad movie. Never missed. Wes Anderson's incredible. He, yeah, his great. movies are so. What makes his movies good to me, Wes Anderson's, is that there's nothing like it.
1: Yeah, it's like so you, creative. You it's could watch so one
0: like one little scene, like a ten minute, ten second scene of Wes Anderson, and you know it's a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah, because everything is perfectly. Yeah, everything framed. is perfectly symmetrical. Someone was talking about this. Like, do you think he ever goes back and looks at movies like? That one scene is not in frame. <laughs> He's a piece of dust in the right corner. <laughs> yeah, like someone little because he is like, he is like crazy like that. Oh, insane. He does. He has like really better CD though. I learned that. And that's why he likes everything perfectly set up in like a mm. distinct way. That makes sense. Yeah. So I don't know who else would do with that. much. like no, I, it's something. literally been perfect crazy. every shot. So yeah, I think we both choose by our directors, and I think the more and more we've gotten into movies because I feel like mm-hmm. we have both always liked movies. Yeah. Well, as we got older, we got like, as we know, we work on, you're on this podcast almost every week. I do this yeah. show every week. I think directors, they become, like to this point, they're just as big to me as actors are. Yeah. Like if I met Denis yeah. in public, I would lose it. Like as oh, some dude, people would 100%. lose it to like seeing Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Tom. Yeah, yeah. Like Denis would be like my, I oh, could only imagine talking to him. But, like, <laughs> oh, going back, actually, I've been thinking about this movie for the longest time. Going back to a movie, my dream movie, it'd be a Denis movie mm-hmm. with Robert Pattinson starring in like some mm. psychological thriller.
1: Yeah. You have mentioned that before to
0: me. Yeah, because I think Pattinson and Denis need to work together. It'd be awesome. Because they are incredible. Yeah. Like, both of them, because they both have incredible range for what they can do. Yeah, totally. So that's my choice. And Oscar, who has been on – this is his ninth question that's gotten on the show. <laughs> he asked, what's our favorite video game? Favorite video game. Yeah. Man. I'm gonna go back a little bit. Going does, back along, does it have to be a like story video game? No, or just, okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it has to be either Lego Star Wars, mm-hmm. the original saga, which was just Episode Five, Six, and mm-hmm. Four, Five, Six. Yeah, four, five, 6, and or it's Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, I have so many memories attached to that game. <laughs> it has to be one of those. Yeah. Or I maybe think, Minecraft. Oh, Minecraft's definitely... I, mm-hmm. Minecraft's the best game of all time. No, it's not. I, <laughs> the best a, game of all time whole, is Modern Warfare 2. Well, GTA 5. That, great, that game is, is probably the best game of all time.
1: But um, I think my favorite game... This is going to sound weird. Okay. Subnautica is my favorite game. I remember... No, I, Subnautica is a fun game, so I can back amazing. you on that. I, I played that game in one summer. I think it took me like three full days of game time to beat maybe four. I cried at the credits. So I was like, oh my god, it's over.
0: I cried. It was so much fun. I've only cried once at the crisis. I cried at Arkham Knight. Really? Because it was the first game I ever 100% complete. Really? Because I didn't want to give it up because I knew that was the last game <laughs> in the trilogy. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to end. <laughs> and I eventually 100%ed it. And I was like, it was like 99 because I just mm-hmm. knew I, I wouldn't do the final mission. Yeah. And then it happened. I just remember sitting there. I was like, damn. Yeah. But no, because you showed me Subnautica at your house mm-hmm. when I stayed with you guys for a couple days, I think. Yeah. And I just remember I went home, bought it, and I loved it. Yeah, it's great. No, it's such a no. It was free. It was free for the weekend. Yeah, I think it's on Game Pass. Yeah. So yeah,
1: it's it's such a great game. Like the story, you never think it's going to be like when I first started playing, I thought it was going to be like a kind of Minecraft like base building survival game. Yeah. But then there's like this story that you kind of figure out on your own, and you have to explore everything, and it's just it's so good.
0: So yeah, those are our favorite video games. We are both big video game guys. We love playing them. And we are, as I said before, we are going to review the Star Wars, Sky- Lego Star Wars Skywalker saga. Yeah. I'm going to play each one with that someone. Movie. Yeah, And uh, this is question five. This is from Sydney. Do you prefer Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Pepsi. If you're, you're a communist. <laughs> no, Coke is so much better. I, I don't know what it is. I used to love Diet Coke, but then I had like, I think it's from the army. No, diet soda sucks. Just drink it. I don't like Coke. plain soda. Really? Yeah, I've never. I like nice. I like everything diet. Like diet Dr. Pepper, diet everything. You saw me during diet, a great fan the other day made fun of me. Yeah, I did. No, because like, I think it's from the army because I'd never really had Pepsi in my life. Mm -hmm. And then when we'd get like days, like we'd go somewhere, like Mm -hmm. with the army on like a field trip, quote unquote, they would only have Pepsi. Really? And when we would go to Steubenville together, they only had Pepsi. Yeah, that is true. And the woman yelled at me for calling it soda. (laughs) She's like, what do you? It's pop. I was like, okay. But yeah, I I love Pep, diet Pepsi. It's my favorite soda. Really? Well, diet Grape fan is my favorite soda ever. Mm-hmm. But diet Pepsi is like, yeah, if I could have it. Root beer is the best soda. D- diet AW root beer. Oh, AW is great. So uh, this is a, that that's a great question because that was so different than what mm-hmm. we normally answer you on the show. Hanks root beer. Hanks, yeah, and Hanks just so in the bottle. Oh yeah, yeah, Hanks are so the best. And uh, we have one more question here before we get going. And that is, what movie do you have to stop what you're doing every time it comes on to watch the rest of it? This is from Amy. Mm. That's my mom. Yep, that is your mom. <laughs> um,
1: I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, I guess probably A New Hope. I feel like every time the movie comes on, I
0: watch. Mine's any Harry Potter, any Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I like. If I mean, There's I, like, so many movies that you just got to fit. Like, My dad's uh, Batman vs. Superman. Really? Only the ultimate edition, though I think. Okay. But no, I know that if any time I see Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings, I will stop. I could have a girl coming over. I'm like, you can't come over. Harry Potter's <laughs> Wait, on. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> but um, no, it's a marathon. It's, uh, you can't get, just stay away
1: from. It's on free form. It's on free form. <laughs> it's on free form.
0: Back away. <laughs> but uh, no, it's one of those because I don't. Those are my two favorite franchises ever. Yeah. Lord, Lord of the Rings, just Lord of the Rings, it's not the great. Hobbit. Hobbit's good, but it's definitely not I in the same. Still watch the Hobbit. They're good. So they're like seventies. Yeah. But then Lord of the Rings like a ninety five and oh, low. Lord of the Rings. It's the best. Yeah, 100%. Well, Harry Potter's in my opinion is the best franchise ever because they literally never made a bad Harry Potter. They are all yeah. good. Like they're they're all pretty good. Half Blood Prince is probably, I think the least well received critically one. And mm-hmm. It's like a sixty eight. Really? And I love the Half Blood Prince. they I I love Harry Potter too. They're so good. Yeah, that's they were some amazing fan card. We had like two hundred and fifty submissions, two hundred and fifty one now with yeah, that last question thanks, I man. added in last time. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, no, thank you guys for uh, some. Thank you for submitting so many questions. We have been trying to do more fan questions because we were doing three for a while, but now we're up to normally doing like five or six. Yeah, because we did. I did seven last week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you guys for submitting the fan questions. Thank you guys for listening to the show, Ryan. What is your suggestion of the week? Ooh, can't do Beatles again. You did that last week. I know I did Beatles. Um, not
1: last week. Two weeks. See, Beatles. Batman and Robin. I hate it's the you. best movie. It's I the best you. Batman. If you're look, if you're looking forward to the Batman coming out in March, you got to catch up on the old ones. I think the best one ever, Batman and Robin, George Clooney, Chris O'Donnell. You can't beat it. Arnold
0: Schwarzenegger. Did you Freeze. only say that because Batman Forever? And yeah, VHS. it's right here, it's and I was like, oh, and this why is a did you pick? One. That's better than Batman and Robin. <laughs> no, it's not. Batman and Robin is so much better than <laughs> oh, that. Oh, my God. Okay, mine's gonna be okay. I know I'm gonna get some backlash, like, because I know people are trying to like and this show mm. but euphoria is my choice yeah I, I, watch I, it? i'm watching it right now I'm watching it. i still have to watch it and so it is a little over sexualized and i know guys are gonna be like what, what? nothing's over sexualized there's there's some unnecessary sexual scenes throughout the show but mm-hmm. it does have a really good take on like drug addicts and drugs mm-hmm. in total and it, you can see how it really does mess like every like not just the person using the drugs but their family around them yeah and It's a good show that all the actors and actresses have done an incredible job. And the stories really like, there's a lot of twists. Really? I've been pleasantly, like I knew it was good because I knew it won a bunch, like every Emmy I think the show could win. And Zendaya, of course, won. Mm -hmm. But no, this show has been, it's been really crazy. But I really enjoy it. So I think if you are not bothered by drugs, sexual stuff, anything like that, you should check it out. Yeah. If you are, the show is not for you. If you have a hard time watching like drugs, like needles, anything like that, do not watch it for you. Mm-hmm. But uh, that is my suggestion of the week. And do you have anything you want to plug before we get going? Um, listen to Popcorn
1: Podcast. Oh, thank. It's a good you.
0: podcast. I'm gonna plug another podcast real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna plug the Roller Creds podcast, which I had the joy of being on a couple weeks ago, and it was a really fun time. I hope I get to have them on my show soon enough. And yeah, I had a great time doing this episode Ryan has been a big help recently it's great and yeah it's gonna be a couple it's gonna be a little bit of a slow next three weeks but then as soon as we hit march it's gonna be it's gonna be batman yeah it's gonna be batman (laughs) moon knight halo it's gonna things are gonna get wild once we get to march so i'm super excited for that and there's a chance we have another podcast show coming on its way a whole separate show from this and that will Mm. be Ran by me and Matt, another co host of the show would be called the Whiskey Whispers podcast. So be paying attention for that. That comes in a couple of weeks, I think. Mm, man, I haven't even heard of that. Yeah, we've been, it's Jake just been me and him. This is like a <laughs> kind of like a reveal for it. So, nice. yeah, we've been working on this for a couple of weeks, a couple of months now, actually. I've been trying to work out, trying to get some sponsors from some companies. Mm-hmm. And yeah, with that show, we're trying to get our first episode out late March, early April. Mm-hmm. And yeah, check that out when you see it. I'm going to be plugging it all over my socials. Tommy underscore Cresta, and of course, The Popcorn Podcast. Thank you guys for checking out the show. Make sure to like and share. Share to your grandmom, your dog, your aunt, your goldfish, and everyone else. I had a great time recording with Ryan. So did I. And we will definitely see you next week with another news episode. Later.